0: Well, it was a political issue in the uh, current, uh, just finished, municipal election, uh, and there's still much more of the story to talk about. Of course, I'm talking about the town of Collingwood judicial inquiry. Joining us on the line is Inquiry Counsel Janet Leeper. Janet, great to have you back. Good morning. The work continues, I guess, Janet. It does. Is this becoming uh, more laborious than you thought, or, or, or is it easier than you thought going into this?
1: Like many inquiries I'm aware of, at the beginning people have a sense of what it's like, but it's not until you start to unpack the work, talk to the people, look at the documents, that you get a sense of it. Um, Now this one, the terms of reference do give a bit of a flavor of the fact that it's a somewhat complex set of transactions that will be looked at. Um, There certainly is a lot of work to be able to think about how to present it to the public in a way that the story is told in a coherent way. In a in a way that's helpful, and so we're very much engaged in um, trying to understand it ourselves, so that we can then present it to the public, which is which is the ultimate goal.
0: The last time we talked, I got the impression that we're in that stage of you've identified uh, who who we need to talk to, or and those who wanted to be heard and you ask, you are sort of in the midst of asking for documents and for information and that these folks needed some time to gather it. Is that where we are? Are we still in that position?
1: Yes, we are. The terms of reference talk about taking time to collect the documents at the beginning. This is a document-heavy inquiry because it is a corporate transaction and it's more than one transaction. So the parties have asked for a number of extensions, and what Justice Morocco has decided to do is is come up and and check in with them all on Monday at a status hearing when they will be asked and encouraged to really make all best efforts to round up the documents and get them to us so that we can move ahead.
0: That uh, status hearing is happening at Collingwood Town Hall on Monday starting at 1 p.m., and the public is invited to do this.
1: Yes, the public. It's an open-to-the-public session, just as our standing and funding hearings were in the summer. Um, If people cannot be there in person, of course, uh, it will be televised by Rogers and we will put transcripts of the proceedings up onto our website after uh, the days are finished. We have set aside two days for the status hearing and for any motions, which are basically requests from participants that can be dealt with before the actual hearings. We have a sense there may be a motion or two for the judge to address. If we can do that in one day, we we will do that. If it will take a second day, we may end up coming back on the 30th.
0: Janet, are, are the people that you've identified that uh, you're looking for information from, um, are you finding them, is the information coming easily? Or, are they willful participants in this? Or, or are you finding that it's going to take some digging and, and you, not everybody wants to come clean?
1: I, I would say it's a combination, as you might expect. Um, We are having very good uptake with some preliminary interviews that we're doing as we wait for the documents, and we're having some success with people pointing us in the direction of where we might find alternative sources of documents. Not all participants have said they have documents. So um, I would say, by and large, um, we're hearing a message that people want to cooperate and want to assist the inquiry in its work.
0: You you mentioned that it is document-heavy inquiry. What if those important documents that put it all together have gone missing or or maybe didn't exist? How do we deal with that?
1: Well, um, there are two ways that documents can go missing. People um, obviously have document retention policies, and some of these events happened seven, eight years ago. So um, we've tried to identify, wherever we can, um, early ability to get documents before they might be taken offline or, or or otherwise dealt with. But often there is more than one holder of a given document. Mm. In the world that we live in now, many communications are done by email, and if you copy five people, um, three of them might not have the document, but two of them might...
0: Interesting. So the next steps, of course, uh, is Justice uh, uh, Frank Morocco coming to town on Monday, October 29th, 1 p.m. The public is welcome to the hearing. Is this something that that maybe students of law would want to take in, or is it too dry for for that kind of thing?
1: Oh, I think students of law are used to things being dry. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be an excellent opportunity for law students because First of all, it's unusual in the sense that this is inquisitorial. We've talked about this before, the difference between a court case where someone's prosecuting a case or a claim, which is adversarial, but this is inquisitorial, which is asking the judge on behalf of the public to ask questions, look into things, pull in information, and report back. So it's a, it's a little bit of a switch from what we're taught in law school about you know, the, the, the cut and thrust, the theater of the, of the courtroom, this is an inquiry room, but it's for the broader public interest, and it really demonstrates to lawyers how they can be part of um, creating a better, better policy, better government. And I think for a lot of law students, it might be something they don't automatically think of when they think, what would it be like to work as a lawyer?
0: Mm. Janet Leeper, Inquiry Counsel for the Town of Collingwood Judicial Inquiry. Thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. Thank you, Donna Melanie.